2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: Typically, And so, yeah, uh, I don't even remember the question.
4: Sorry. <laughs> that is our guy, Nick Wright, joining us on the show today. Nick, you know what? I'm going to text you the text line so you can see it. No, no. You don't want nope, the text line? No, you're not. I don't need that hell. I, I mean, I, I, I'm just saying, is I gotta read up. the text line? I didn't. Well, see you no, said you most don't. of this stuff. So now, would, so now you can I do would, this. And now you gotta leave me I with would the text line. Shut it down. I would shut it down for the day. Um, I lo- Listen, believe it or not, I love you with all my heart, Kansas City. Uh,
5: I really, 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 really do. And
4: uh, and I, you know, I'm very, very sad for the city today. But I don't want. My, my sadness, I don't think, can do anything. My righteous, indignant anger maybe, maybe can move a few people. Thanks, C-Dot. Absolutely. That's my guy, Nick Wright of First Things First and FS1, joining us on the show today. Nick, I appreciate you, my brother. Of course. Be safe. Talk to you later. Absolutely. That's Nick Wright joining us on the show today. Let's react to what we just heard coming up on the other side. It's The Drive.
0: The Drive with Carrington Harrison. Brought to you by Deep Esquale-Moore. Car wreck, get the money you deserve. Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Timmy everybody, great job. Next up we have Samantha.
3: 10 times better performance can make a big difference. Castrol Edge motor oil gives your engine 10 times better high temperature performance. Castrol Edge, better oil for maximum performance. Now, through March 4th, get five quarts of Castrol Edge or Edge High Mileage Full Synthetic and an oil filter for 30 at AutoZone. Claim based
1: on Sequence 3 H test versus API SP test limits.
2: Well, it's the last thing I had to teach you. Ready for your big move? (laughs) Yeah. Hey, thanks for this, Dad. (laughs)
0: Come on. Real life isn't so scripted. The Connect With Me app helps you navigate conversations with youth so you can have a better, more meaningful connection. The Connect With Me app is free on the App Store and Google Play.
3: Learn more about Connect With Me at connectwithmeapp.com brought to you by the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services.
0: The best deals at the pump happen when you shop the aisles of Hy-Vee with help from the first Warm Five weather team.
2: This is KCTV5 Chief Meteorologist, Luke Dorris. Watch KCTV5 Sunday night at 10 for our official high temperature.
0: Whatever it was on Sunday means you save on Monday with your Hy-Vee Perks card. If the high was 63 degrees, you save 63 cents a gallon when you spend at
2: least $63. Watch First Worn 5 weather on KCTV 5 this Sunday at 10. Hey, it's Kling. There are many reasons I love Hy-Vee. The great values, the selection, the service, and I love to rack up fuel savers. And you can as well. Shop Hy-Vee on Monday, earn a fuel discount equal to the high temperature on Sunday and the amount you spend. If the high is 68 degrees on Sunday, I'll save 68 cents per gallon when I spend $68 on Monday. Heat up the savings every Monday through April 29th only at Hy-Vee. Must look up code 80007 at checkout or promo code HEATUP when shopping online. See store for
1: details. Erectile Dispon affects many men in America today, but it's not just the man who's affected, it's also often their partner. But successful treatment of ED can truly bring relationships back to life. This is Jeff, the CEO of Promenic Restorative Men's Health, and that's why I'm pleased to announce the opening of our second location of Heartland Men's Health right here in Independence, Missouri. As a ProMedic affiliate, Heartland Men's Health is a part of a group that has successfully treated tens of thousands of men over the last decade with treatments that are shown in medical studies to be effective in well over 90% of men. And unlike wave therapy groups or online pill sellers, we offer a variety of treatments to help you get the results you want. You could even find you're performing like you haven't in years. So call Heartland Men's Health today. Your initial visit is only $99 and includes a medical consult, blood work, and if medically advised, a test dose. And if that test dose doesn't work in the office, your visit is free. Call 844-447-6600 or go to heartlandmenshealth.com. That's heartlandmenshealth.com. Hey, you know, living in the country or in a small town has its benefits. You know your neighbors, you got breathable air, life is good, but slow internet is kind of the way it goes out here. Your video calls are laggy, websites load at a snail's pace. Well, there's one company that can help us folks out here. They're called Whisper, like Whisper without the H. They bring high-speed internet to rural places. No contracts, no hidden fees. With a satisfaction guarantee money, check them out at WhisperISP.
0: You're listening to 610 Sports Radio from the Mission Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling Studios. You're listening to the Sounds of a Dynasty.
3: For the first time in 6,944 days, there is a back-to-back Super Bowl champion, and it is
0: the Kansas City Chiefs the official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio, KCSP Kansas City, WDAF HD2 Liberty, always live on the free Odyssey app. Okay. I'm just
4: going to start talking, Rob. I don't know how long I will be talking, and then at the end, we will just end the segment and we will move forward with the show as planned. I want to maybe respond to a couple of texts that we have received in the last 30 minutes or so. And then I'll start my soliloquy. Someone said, "Cdot, you didn't want to talk about guns yet. You hosted a gun reform town hall on your show. I at least want to be clear about one thing. Nick Wright will always have the platform on this show to come and get takes off about whatever the subject is. So I think you kind of knew that when you knew Nick was coming on the show today. I mean, if you were aware of the Nick Wright content, what he had to say didn't really surprise me that much, but Hey, if you say you want to come on the show and you got something you want to say, you, you tell me what time you want to come on the show today. We moved things around to make sure that Nick had time on the show today. You guys know my relationship with Nick. So that's number one. Number two, someone said, please don't block people for their views. I will say this. I have blocked one person because I think some of this people are using this conversation to get some of their racism off. And I'm not really here for that. But I do not have any reason to block anybody on the text line. I am allowed to get my opinion off. You are allowed to get your opinion off. I'm not here to block a single person. On the text line. You guys know the rules. Do not be racist. Do not be homophobic. Don't spam the text line. As long as you don't do those things, you are free to text just about anything else that you want. It does not bother me in the least bit. I've done this thing for a long enough time. I think this is my frustration. And this is just me and me alone. And I have told you guys this whole time I am not here to lecture you about guns. I don't know a whole lot about guns. I made the decision in my life to stay away from them. So I am not knowledgeable. Now, I think sometimes when we have these conversations, the people that do know a whole lot then point to people like me. And if you have an opinion, now it comes into some, you got to know, make, model, you got to know everything. It's like if you're trying to talk sports with somebody and now I'm trying to quiz you on the 1972 Chiefs. Like, hold on, I don't got to know the 1972 Chiefs to have a football conversation Would you. Like, We can just talk about football, right? But no, who is the coach? All right, never mind. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I do think it turns into that a little bit, but that's not what this is going to be. This is my number one frustration, disappointment, heartbreak about all of this. These incidents continue to happen in our country, and yet we collectively, this is not a Nick, this is not a you, we all have the same conversation over and over. I assure you, any point that you have made about why Wednesday happened has been made numerous times. Whether it is the, well, if criminals only have guns, or what about fathers, or what about video games and music, I promise you another person has made that point at some point in your life. And I am not here to criticize that point. I am not here to even say that that does not play a factor in what happened on Wednesday. But can't we as a nation, as a society, can't we acknowledge that we have had enough incidents that we all keep making the same arguments? And instead of trying to find a solution, we usually do exactly what we are doing now. You make your point. People like Nick make their point. We argue about it for a couple of days, and then we all move on until the next time more people get shot. I am simply tired of that and choose to do my absolute best to stay out of that conversation and that back and forth. Something feels wrong to me. It seems wrong to me, but I don't know if we collectively as a country are ready to come together to do the work to try to find some kind of solution. I've given up in a lot of ways, and that sounds bad. It sounds terrible. I have just come to the conclusion, and I used to feel like, man, I got a voice. I got a platform. I got to say how I feel. Man, I don't care about that. (laughs) I mean, let's be real. Y'all don't care about that. We will all talk about this. We will all make the same points that we have been making time and time again about this. In a couple of days, no one will want to talk about it anymore. We will move on. We'll go back to our lives. We'll buy a T-shirt that says Kansas City Strong. We'll give a little bit of money to a GoFundMe. We'll change our Facebook status. We'll do all the things you're supposed to do. That'll eventually wear off. And then we'll wait for the next time something like this happens. And then we'll repeat process. And I personally am just tired of it. And I have just made the decision of, I try not to engage with it as much as possible. I know how I feel. You know how I feel. We've had these conversations to know that however I feel is not going to change how you feel about it. And in the end, what power do I have to change anything? What power? I don't mean to come off as defeatist, but I would dare anybody to tell me that I'm wrong on what's going to happen moving forward. We will be in this same place again. And maybe it is not at a championship parade next time. It might be at a mall next time. It might be at a carnival. I, I don't know where it's going to be. I can't predict, but I assure you that we will have the same debates and you will make the same arguments about, they don't ban cars or they don't ban not that, that we're going to be in the same place again and nothing's going to get solved and more people are going to die. So Rob, that's at least where I am. You're, I, I want you to get how you feel off, but, I just feel very
5: beaten down by the entire process of it. Like very, very beaten down. I mean, I think we're like largely in the same, same vein. I'm, I'm very beaten down. I also think it has become probably the most polarizing topic in our country. Is that fair to say? Because it happens and it becomes a go to your corner, whether you lean left, lean right, you run to your corner and you explain your side. And I think, the tragedies that happen are obviously the saddest part. But what frustrates or saddens me is in the aftermath of these nuance is dead. There is no gray. There is right or left, black or white, zero or 100. And we never, ever meet in the middle. We never go out of our way to be like, hey, That's a good point by you. We disagree. And then the other person says, hey, that's a good point by you. We may disagree. But instead of doing that, we just run to our respective sides of whatever we are, liberal, Republican. It doesn't matter. We just sprint to our corner and we yell and scream and nothing ever gets done because fixing things happens in the middle. Fixing things is compromise. And I feel like the harsh reality is that after these sad events in Kansas City or name another town that's happened in. We run to our corner, both on the national level and the local level. And we just scream and shout until we all run out of energy. And once we're all out of energy, it just disappears. Like you've said, and we go about our business. I wish we could have compromise. I wish we could have nuance. There are people in text line right now. I disagree with, but I'm open to the conversation that maybe it was something I think is wrong or something they think is right. I'm, I'm cool with conversation, but it feels like in these moments, it's, Person X said, thing about guns I disagree with, I'm going to scream and shout. And then after we both peter out of screaming and shouting, it's over and done. So I agree with you. It's exhausting. I'm kind of over it. I'm broken by it because I feel like the middle ground, which is where we can actually make change as a country, maybe leaning right, maybe leaning left. I don't know what change looks like. We don't ever get to that middle ground because all we can do is just stand in our respective corners and lob angry barbs at one another until we're both tuckered out. Someone on the text line says, CDOT, sadly, it sounds like you don't care. You have a platform
4: to change minds, but it sounds like you were scared to lose listeners more than trying to get this country to change. You are certainly entitled to feel that way. Bro, somebody walked into a school and shot 22 kids. Like, I just, I... I understand my platform in to change minds, and I certainly respect the platform that I have to change your minds on a lot of things. I assure you that there is no argument I'm going to make that you have never heard before. This happens too frequently. This is not the first time that you have heard anything I feel on this issue. I know it's not. Even right now on the text line. CDOT, I come here every day to listen to you guys and get away from my problems and negativity in my life, and here you are continuing to talk about it. Can we please talk about something positive like the Chiefs? Okay, I mean, I we're already at that point. It's not even the end of the day on Friday. And I get it. I, I try to avoid these topics, but, I mean, this happened. This happened less than a mile from where I live. Less than a mile, I mean. I don't know. We'll figure it out on the other side. Come right back. It's The Drive.
0: The Drive with Carrington Harrison. Brought to you by Deep Esqually Moore. Car, truck, or motorcycle wreck? Remember, Mike's got this. On 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. The Drive with Carrington Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app.
4: Someone on the text line said, what controversial topic are you going to debate next? I want to be clear. I wasn't debating anything. I wasn't debating anything. I also want to communicate to you right now that I do not care about your opinion on this anymore. So if you're still texting in from earlier, I'm just here to tell you that I am not reading. I don't care. Might sound bad, but I'm just, I'm, I'm here to be honest with you guys. I try to be honest with you guys. I don't care. I muted the text line a long time ago. I, I'm all right. I'm good. No thanks. No thanks. We can get back to sports. Right, we can get back to it. I'm happy to get back to it. If you guys want to get back to it, I'm willing to get back to it. I'm ready. I'm there. That was the plan. And then Nick came and derailed the plan. That's the most off the rails he took since me trying to get my college diploma.
5: Have you ever heard that story, Rob? I, I, I know that you worked for him and then did not return to school to continue to work for him. No, That's I dropped version. out of school.
4: Honestly, I uh, I don't.
5: Have I ever told you the story about how I started working for Nick? I've heard about the internship. I don't know about yeah, the actual so work work.
4: This was uh, the summer of conference realignment, and uh, I helped get in Domic and Sue on the show. And I got called into the, the boss's office. Our boss at that time, his name was Ryan McGuire. And Ryan McGuire looked at me and he was like, Nick listens to you. He trusts you. I'm going to hire you. And I was so excited, man. I felt like I just got signed to a record label. I was ready to drop out of school right then and there and work at 6'10". And Nick was like, no, don't do it. Finish school. I had one year left. So I was finishing my internship. I handed Nick all my paper. I was going to graduate on time. Nick never turned my paper in, man. Never got any credit. All the the two summers I interned, didn't get any credit for it. None. If he had done that, I mean, I probably still wouldn't have graduated then, but I could have finished here in Kansas City and, so, and got my diploma certainly a lot sooner than what I did. Yeah, no, that's the most uh, off track. He's uh, put my life since, uh, since then, since he didn't fill out that paperwork. I will say that Missouri Southern was very, very helpful in me going back to get my degree. And they understood the situation. Now, I think the fact that I'm, you know, one of their notable alumni is also pretty helped pretty big. they even honored me in a basketball game one time. Rob, I don't even know if I told you that or not. They had me come out on the court and wave to everybody. And I got a standing ovation. It was
5: great. Was Boshi the coach at the time? He was. There you go. He was the coach. He came on the show to talk about it. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was. Now you, now you guys are beefing again, right? Because he went to the enemy. Yeah, now he coaches at Pitt State. I'm not fooling with Jeff Bosey. I'm not fooling with him.
4: He's a traitor. That's what he is. He's a traitor. You can't be coaching at Missouri Southern and then quit to take the Pitt State job. You can't quit the Missouri job and then just take the Kansas job. No, you got to go somewhere else first, and then you can take that job. You can't instantly do that. No, that's not how it works. That is the uh, very, very short uh, story that I have about, uh, about my, um, my career and my relationship with Nick Wright. Someone said, do you block me? I don't know how many times I can tell you guys this. You can only get blocked for three things. So if you didn't do any of those three things, then I assure you, you have not been blocked. Just keep this in your mind. If you ever text, you can call me a really terrible name on the text line and I will get over it. Don't be racist. Don't be homophobic. Do not spam the text line. Those are the only three rules. If you want to call me a blanking idiot or a really inappropriate C word, I will get over it. I might tell you, chill out, but I will not block you that and that's it and we'll move forward as if you don't do that there is nothing you can text that i will block you for that is the one of the very few rules that we have on the show we don't have any other rules can you think of any other rules rob that we have on the show i can't think of any i don't have any
5: that's the top one i can think of rules wise mm, someone said what if i don't like coming to america all right that's different that also would be added to the rules. yeah that
4: was come on now somebody caught me on the wrong day i i don't even know who that person was, but if we're having a conversation about comedies and then you say coming to America is not funny. I mean, what, what do you want me to do with this information other than I don't want to hear if you don't think coming to America is funny. I don't want to hear your opinion on any other topic. I don't want to hear your opinion on the chiefs. I don't want to hear your opinion on nothing. No, I don't ever want to hear it. If you don't think that coming America is funny. Someone on the set, since everyone uses the same text line, could the person be blocked by another show? Yes, I mean, another show could block you, and you were then blocked from the drive. Yeah, I mean, you were just just out. You're just out for the whole station. You're done. You're cooked. Those are the only rules. That's it. Someone on the text line says, CDOT, whenever you start talking about spring training, give me a little bit, all right? Sometime next week, I imagine we'll talk about spring training. I haven't. I haven't thought about anything other than the Chiefs and what happened on Wednesday since it happened. I don't even know when spring training starts.
5: We going to talk about Missouri's conference record, or is that also off limits?
4: I mean, they're not good. I mean, I don't. What do you want me to? <laughs> what do you want me
5: to say? I don't know what.
4: What take do you want me to have about Missouri? Did I tell you that I bet on Missouri in conference play? So I did a two-team parlay. This is a true story. I can show you the slip. So when Kansas was playing Houston, I used them like an odds boost because I knew they were going to win. I knew they were going to win. I wasn't worried about it. So then Missouri, they were a one-point favorite over Vanderbilt. I'm like, oh, this is great. This is great. Flip a coin, one-point game. I put a decent amount of money on. I'm like, hey, they're not going to lose every
5: single conference game. No, they lost. No, they lost. I actually knew that story because we were texting and you said, you should ride with me. Houston, Kansas is free money. Let's parlay with the odds boost and we'll hit on Mizzou. No, that's what I felt. I no, didn't that's hit on Mizzou. What I felt I text you at half of the Mizzou game. Like you're screwing me. You're killing me. No, that's uh, that's what
4: hurt. Um, It was not fun. I was not, I was, uh, I was, it was not good. I do want to talk about this and we'll get back to sports at the bottom of the hour. I don't have, it in me right now to just pivot right to a give me a hard mccall hardman take mccall hardman by the way is enjoying his 15 minutes he was on what He was on jimmy fallow or kimmel kimmel which one was it he was on one of those two shows and he's gonna be at the nba all-star game he's playing in the uh in the celebrity game today is he on Stephen a's team or is he i don't know i just he's on one of the two teams he's on one of the two can you bet on who the celebrity game mvp is because i I'm telling you, I think McCall Harbin might play hard today. I think McCall Harbin could be diving on the floor for loose balls. You're telling me that you get invited to a cool influencer kind of event? Oh, McCall Harbin going to be going crazy today. He going to pick up a couple of friends on Call of Duty. And I'm telling you, he about to give the celebrity game 13 and 6 assists today with 5 rebounds. I can feel it happening. Rob, what is your... I'm stressed decompress. Like, what is yours? Like, this has been a stressful last three days. I think we all can agree with that. We might not agree on a lot right now, but we can definitely agree that the last couple of days have been stressful. What is your man? You know what? It's been a hard day. It's been a tough day. How do you get yourself out of it? I'm a big nap. Personally, I had to make a list. Naps are really high on my list, but I mean, I'm not taking a nap after work. If you take a nap after work, that you just went to bed early. That's You don't take a nap in that scenario. And I'm a big law and order guy. Come on, you know that. It's something about seeing Olivia Benson solve a crime that just, that just instantly puts me back in a good mood. I mean, I'll be in a bad mood when it starts. Like, man, how could you do that? But then I see Olivia come in there, and Olivia has that look of determination on her face. Oh, she's going to solve this crime. She's going to solve it in an hour. I'm going to see the arrest and I'm going to see that person get prosecuted and brought to justice
5: in an hour. I love it every time. I know what's going to happen. Love it every time. So first things first, I did some Googles. You can offshore bet on the celebrity weekend, all-star game MVP. McCall Hart was a late ad and is not available on the oh, board. Who's the favorite to win it. CJ Stroud.
4: Oh, CJ going to be trying <laughs> hard too. did you know this? I just saw a, a clip. I was watching it during the commercial break. CJ Stroud. They think he is dating Amber Rose.
5: CJ Stratus, plus 150. Micah Parsons, plus 450. Meta World Peace, plus 900. Three betting favorites. The athletes. Okay, (laughs) yeah, that makes sense. Did you watch it last year
4: with DK Metcalf? DK Metcalf, like, you know he's athletic, but seeing it in that sense, oh my goodness. He was incredible.
5: For my decompress, I mean, honestly, it's a lot of, like, Mindless shows that I've seen a bunch of times but I enjoy and make me laugh. You know, like an Always Sunny or a Curb Your Enthusiasm or a Seinfeld. or order on- rarely makes me laugh. No, it's different. Well, We're different very people. You just kind of, you know, you lock into it. I just need something where it's like, if I'm half paying attention, I'm good. If I'm paying attention, I'm good. I just need something. I call it my mindless TV. I, a nice curb episode really just cleanses the palate. That's what Fresh Prince does to me. Mm. No, Fresh Prince is that show for me. I just it just makes me laugh every time. It's always funny. You know, what I can tell you is not stress, rel- stress relieving. Wedding planning—that is my life. The next mm. four months. When's that coming up? I know it's coming up in June, right? Well, yeah, four months. I I don't know if I told you
4: guys this. Uh, so Rob and I. So Rob, I get a Rob a Christmas gift every year. So this year he and his fiance wanted to go see Mariah Carey. So I got him two tickets to go see Mariah Carey at Sprint Center. And let me tell you, I don't know who was more excited about it, him or Caroline. They both were very, very thrilled. And he was like, well, what do you want for Christmas? And I said, I only want one thing for Christmas. I only want one thing. You and her both have to come to a high school basketball game. You should have saw the look on Rob's face. Like, do I have to? Yes, that's, you asked me what I wanted. I thought it was a bit when you first said it. Not no, it's to you. serious. We're planning it right now. We have to go to one. I want you to sit in the student section too. I want you to do all the cheers with them too. I want you to, to, to really be, I want you to go back to Blue Valley Northwest, your old stomping grounds. That's what I want you to do. I want you to go to your old stomping grounds. I want you to show me where your old locker was. That's what I want to see. I, I want you to give me the full tour of Blue Valley Northwest before we go see them play. That's all I want for Christmas. Your time is running out. And if you don't do it, I'm sending you a Venmo request for the money you owe me. (laughs) I'm sending you a Venmo request. You owe me money. You owe me some money. If you don't do your part, that's all you have to do. Someone said, did Rob get you Kansas tickets in return? No, Rob has actually never gotten me Kansas tickets before, even though he is a Kansas season ticket holder. The only time that Rob has even offered me Kansas tickets, it's always one of those terrible games in November. Every time
5: I gave you the UMKC tickets if you wanted them. And you said, it's, no. up, it's
4: always one of those like, Hey, do you want to go to the game tonight? Who are they playing? Uh, I U P U I Rob. No, I don't want to go to that. You think I'm driving to Lawrence to watch them play. I U P U I don't mind going to Lawrence. They better be playing Indiana, not Indiana, whatever the IU. I don't know what I U P U I stands for. I'm not going to see them play basketball against them. You know that that's the only time Rob has ever offered me tickets to anything. Is a non-con Kansas basketball against a team that won't make the NCAA tournament. Some friend, some pal.
5: I also offered to go around Lawrence to do the first time Missouri returned to Kansas and you were like, I'm not going to that. Conzo's going
4: to get killed. Yeah, no, I I don't have any interest in doing that. I shouldn't have went the last time. Shouldn't have went to the game they just had a few months ago. That wasn't very fun. Last question here, Rob, before we get back to very serious things. Uh, Pizza Hut, they have a hot honey pizza and hot honey wings. Does that sound good or bad? Cause that actually sounds good, but does it sound good coming from Pizza Hut?
5: You know, my stance, I'd try it. I like honey on pizza every once in a while. I do too. So I, I like spice. Hot honey sounds like it'd be worth it. You probably would have never guessed, but I also
4: like honey on my pizza too. You like hot honey though? Yeah, I don't mind it. I mean, I've had a Joe's pizza night once or two, once or twice in my life. I don't mind it. That's like a, it's like Joe's Deli now, right? Or Guy's Deli or whatever. I haven't been there since they changed it. It ain't the same. It ain't the same feeling, man. We're losing recipes. They're also closing Dave's. Have you been to Dave's Stagecoach down in Westport? It's been over for 70 years. It's closing. I, I haven't been there recently, but I have been there. I don't know if you're from Kansas City if you haven't been there. Like Taylor Swift, you've done a lot of great things for Kansas City.
5: Have you been to Dave's Stagecoach? If you have, you're not from Kansas City. Is that more Kansas City than trying to walk up that ramp at Kelly's and Tripping? she got to do both. <laughs> she's got to do both.
4: <laughs> hey, she, she's got to do both. Can they please just, can they rope off Buzzard beach? So Taylor Swift can go one time. She's got to go to all the Westport bars one time. She can't really be from, she, she's now one of us, but unless she does a Harpo's Joe's pizza Buzzard beach lap, she can't, she can't really be one of us. Or they got to let her turn on the plaza lights, then she can officially be one of us. We'll get back to very serious sports things coming up. Keep her right here to the drive.
0: You're listening to the Drive with Carrington Harrison. Remember to follow the show on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by Deep Quality More. Car wreck? Get the money you deserve. Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. <laughs> You're listening to The Drive with CDOT on 610 Sports Radio.
4: Look at that. We got real sports news to talk about. And Nate Taylor is going to join us in a little bit. Look at the way things work out. Breaking news from Ian Rappaport. Rob didn't even hit the sound. Rob ain't even on his J-O-B right now. Sources the Chiefs have picked up the option on all pro defensive tackle Chris Jones contract retaining the right to franchise tag him and paying him 4.25 million dollars he earned in incentives what a day for Chris Jones it was more timing than anything as Jones was due the money regardless if not tagged he will be free the franchise tag for Chris Jones will be 32 million dollars now couple of things number one i know what you are about to say i can read your mind i know what you're thinking they could just tag and trade them out of the last 20 players who have been franchise tag two have been traded it is going to be incredibly difficult to trade chris jones for a couple of reasons number one He's owed $32 million. Number two, you have communicated to the rest of the league that you don't want to pay this player based on what happened last offseason. Other teams see that. You had a chance to pay this player. You made the decision to not pay him, and that is certainly your choice to not pay him but I don't know if now you're going to have the ability to, to convince another team. Hey, you know what? We franchise tagged them. And I mean, we're going to throw you this deal. I mean, we still want a first round pick for more, a second round pick, but you don't have to negotiate with them in free agency. If I'm the lions, I'm simply saying, well, just cut him then. I mean, not cut him; He's not under contract, but you get what I'm saying. well, you either are going to pay him the $32 million or you're going to let him walk free and go play for whatever team he wants to play for. For those of you that maybe don't have an understanding of what the $32 million is that's fully guaranteed, that would be this season. If he gets franchise tagged at $32 million, which I imagine he will, that will make him the second highest paid non-quarterback in the National Football League. Number one is Nick Bosa, who signed a five-year, $170 million deal and got 34, it gets 34 a year. And number two is Aaron Donald at three years, $95 million, a little bit less than $32 million. I like Chris Jones. I like Chris Jones a lot. He's not the second best non-quarterback in the National Football League. I don't think that you can reach a contract negotiation or enter one that that starts at the baseline. The baseline is he makes more than Aaron Donald. And if you're him, the conversation is then I want to get paid more than Nick Bosa. I don't think that you can reach a long-term extension. And Rob, I want to get your take on this. I don't think you can reach a long-term negotiation with Chris Jones. That makes him anything less than the highest paid non-quarterback of the national football league. There's not a lot of wiggle room left. Like where's the negotiation? If you owe me $32 million before we ever sit down and have the conversation, and number one is $34 million, I want $35 million a year. That's how much I'm worth. That's how much I'm worth. You guys owe me, if you franchise tag me, you owe the owe me this money anyway. So any contract, you know what? Throw a couple more million on there. I want to get $35 million per I want a guaranteed third year because we heard that was also a big sticking point for Chris Jones. It wasn't just about getting the two years guaranteed. I want that third year guaranteed, too, which would get me close to $100 million guaranteed in this deal. Bosa got $88 million guaranteed. I want to be in that range. So I'm not taking less guaranteed money than Bosa got, and I'm not taking less per year than him. That's what franchise
5: tagging Chris Jones means. I don't think you can do that if you're the Chiefs. I don't think the Chiefs can tag Jones. I agree with you. But I think it's interesting today other than the housekeeping of it that they had to get it done cuz he's going to get that 4 million regardless. I think it's interesting they retained the right to do it because now this creates a larger window to negotiate. Cuz Carrington me and you both know how it works. Between basically now and the end of, you know, the start of the next league year, which is March something or other, you can negotiate a long-term extension. You have a longer window to do that. If you so choose to tag a player, you'll remember the Orlando Brown negotiation went up until and through an entire season because they were trying to extend a long-term deal Went into July. We've seen this with Chris Jones in the past. Like, I think the money itself is housekeeping, and I think they're unlikely to have him play the 24 season on the tag. What's interesting to me is they've now given themselves a larger window of time to potentially tag and negotiate because it seems like they are more fond of Chris Jones than they are of Legere Sneed. And I think if you see in the coming days... because I, I don't know the- if that's fair to
4: say, and I, I'm sorry
5: to cut you off here. I, I do want you to finish.
4: I don't know what that's fair to say because up to this point, they've never had to make a decision about LeJarius need. He's always been under a rookie contract. They have now exhausted that rookie contract, and now you got to make a decision on what you're doing. Chris Jones' contract... This is what, the fourth time his contract has come up since he's been on the Chiefs? They th- th- This is going to be the third time they have franchise tagged Chris Jones if they do it. All That's why Beach, you got to pay the 140% because it's the third time that you've tagged the player. So I-, I don't know if it's fair to say that they like Jones more than they like Sneed. They have never been forced to make a decision on Sneed. They could just ride out that rookie deal, and now that deal has come up, and now you have two very
5: important players that they are now at the intersection of it. I would say can you and I both know how the NFL works. Have we heard any rumors, any rumblings, any reports, anything of that nature? The chiefs were negotiating a long-term deal with a need. It's very rare. A guy that gets a long-term extension with the team he's already playing on goes into the final year of his deal without any sort of report, speculation, conversation, nothing like there was no Rappaport tweet last February, hey, the Chiefs begun preliminary discussions with a long-term deal with Sneed. There was no June, hey, it's the dead time, James Palmer says the Chiefs are interested in keeping Jarius Sneed yeah, you long-term. You do not hear anything about you it You don't hear year. anything about it. You rarely, if ever, in the NFL, go into the final year of your deal being like, hey, if I play it out and play great, I know there's a long-term deal with this team on the back side. Meanwhile, Chris Jones' conversations happen all the time, like you said. That's why I think they're more interested in Jones than Snead, and they now did some housekeeping money-wise to open up the possibility that in four days, when the tag window opens, they can tag Jones and use the next five months to lock him in long-term, which is what I believe is going to happen. I think they're going to tag Jones. They're going to use between now and report day in July, or whatever day that is in July when the tag has to be extended or whatever. I think they're going to try to get a long-term deal done with Jones. And I think on March, whatever the date of the new year is, you're going to see a breaking news story. Rappaport, Schefter, whoever. Legereus need gets the bag from insert Team X. That team is not going to be Kansas City. Someone on the text line says, hey, CDOT, can they, or if they tag and trade
4: Chris Jones, can the new team not negotiate a new contract with him? I'm not giving the Chiefs a first or a second round pick so we can exclusively negotiate with Chris Jones to make him the highest paid player in the National Football League that doesn't play quarterback. Because that's what the tag and trade would mean here. The tag means the floor makes him the second highest paid non-quarterback in the league. You want to talk about leverage. If I know that you have signed up for that, And you also gave the Chiefs a first or a second round deal because less than that, it's not worth it. You're going to get a third round pick and a compensatory pick back anyway. So we're talking about a first or a second round pick. I am not giving the Chiefs a first or a second round pick for Chris Jones. I'm not. I would be very, very surprised if there was a team that did or was willing to do that. And I know that Chris Jones is a phenomenal player. First team, all pro, potential Hall of Famer. We also know the business of the NFL. And Chris Jones is, he is going to be 30 years old in July. He'll be 30 years old when your team takes the field the next time. I'm giving that, I'm, it's, it's one thing to sign him to a deal. I don't have any problem with you signing him to a deal. I got to give you a first round pick for that guy too. I think it's going to be very, very difficult. You could do it with Snead. Like if you wanted to do a tag and trade with Snead, I think that's far more likely, far more possible. The Snead deal is not that bad by high-end NFL standards. Like Rob, what do you think is the most Snead gets in a deal? 19 to 20 is probably the most he gets. I am going to say Jair
5: Alexander. That's I mean, Jones most. is
4: talk- like, let's say best case scenario for Chris Jones and LeJarious Snead. Chris Jones is going to make $15 million more million than he is next season. So if you want to really play this thing out, Chiefs fans, would you rather have Chris Jones next year on your team or would you rather have Snead plus a high-end wide receiver? Because that is the difference in the amount of money that we are talking about. We are talking about you could sign Snead to a long-term deal, and with the money that you could have gave to Chris Jones, you could probably go get Calvin Ridley if you want to you can probably take one really good swing at wide receiver. You probably don't get T Higgins, but with this wide receiver group, you're going to probably be able to find somebody in that nine to $11 million range, 12 on the absolute high end. And we're not even talking about surprise cuts and players that all of a sudden pop up. It's like, Oh wow. You can get Adam Thielen. Oh wow. You can get Deandre Hopkins which we obviously know is going to happen. So this window starts on the 20th. So next Tuesday. So right when we get back after president's day, this window opens and you have two weeks, you have until March 5th to make a decision about what you want to do to franchise tag a player. I do think they're going to use the tag. I just think we disagree on who that player
5: is going to be. And I think they're using it on Snead. And again, maybe it's just housekeeping and the chiefs are giving him his money and it's just a small move. And it's just that time of year where small moves become big notes, but I do think it's noteworthy that they went out of their way to retain his franchise tag rights because if they weren't going to franchise tag him, if they're going to do what you're saying they're doing and they're going to franchise tags need, then what's it matter to retain the rights on Jones? He's going to walk in a month anyway. Yeah. So why, why retain that? Right. Who cares if you do or don't want to tag him? If you plan on walking on him, I just think it's noteworthy They said, we want that option back in our court. That just doesn't say nothing to me.
4: Text line 913-586-7610. CDOT, with this news, could they get a deal done with Jones and still tag Sneed? I mean, you obviously could. You could reach a long-term extension with Chris Jones or Sneed and still keep the franchise tag available. I probably would be more inclined to do this. I'm trying to think because both of them are almost in identical situations and both situations are pretty good. I'm thinking about if I'm Sneed and I am a 27-year-old corner who has been fairly healthy for the most part and is coming off the best season of my life, I really want to hit free agency. That's a guy like Sneed is a player and Jones is the same player. Sneed is a player that when you see the notification that he got signed, Or when you were watching NFL Live and the news comes across that Snead just signed with the Houston Texans and you see that deal, you're going to say, wow, Snee got paid. He is a really talented, versatile corner that is coming off the best year of his life. That guy has never lost in free agency. Never. Not one time. So I don't think it's a bad uh, scenario for either player if they just simply walked in free agency. If you're Jones and you finally get the opportunity to talk to every team in the league, that's not the worst thing that could happen. And if you're Sneed, that's probably honestly the best thing that can happen. Because as much as I think Kansas City appreciates Sneed, if he hits the open market, a team is going to clearly outbid Kansas City where Sneed is joining that team. You can hear it in his voice by what he said to Kay Adams a couple of days ago on, uh, on FanDuel.
1: What would you like to say as we wrap the show up here to Brett Veach? And I have a lot of love for your GM and what he's done building this dynasty. What would you like to say? Yeah, pay, me. <laughs> pay me. Pay me. Pay <laughs> me. That's what I got to say. Pay me.
4: I just, he's a corner. He's a really good corner. He's 27. He's 27 years old. The Texan is saying, hey, CDOT, Sneed has knee problems. I mean, he's played in 15 games, 17 games, and 16 games. The last three seasons, all the playoff games. I I mean, he's a football player. Something physically is wrong with him, but injuries have not kept him off the field these last couple of years, and he has been incredible these last few years for the Chiefs. That is a guy that... His stock is going to be very, very high if he hits the open market. And they are going to be at a minimum of seven teams that are very, very interested in having Legarius knee join their team, especially if you were a team that has a quarterback on a rookie deal, like you're going to be very, very interested. Hey, you know what? We don't have the quarterback play to maybe match up with Kansas City, but let's try to build our defense. Let's go get a veteran, a guy who's played in championship games, played well in big games, and he'll and he'll be a, a building block for us and a foundational piece. Like you don't gotta do a whole lot of work to
5: talk yourself into Sneed being
4: your big free agent play.
5: Can I ask you a question about Sneed? I maybe this is we're up against a break, so a bad question to ask in a tight window. Can you explain to me why he's not becoming the pariah Chris Jones was last off season? Cause Chris Jones last off season said, I want my money. I want to be paid proper value. I want 30. That was another came out. He wanted 30 luxurious need two days after the parade is on up and Adams saying, pay me, pay me, pay me, pay me. I want to get paid. Do you think over the next month, month and a half, If he doesn't resign in Kansas City, he'll be viewed as the guy who chose money over the team the same way Chris Jones was because he's not nearly catching the backlash for saying that that Chris Jones caught when he said the same thing.
4: No, I don't think that. I think some of it is everything that happened after the parade. So this interview happened yesterday. I think that's a major part of it as well. Also, I mean, there is a major difference in you saying this, and I understand this need is not hurting for money. He was a mid-round draft pick. He signed a four-year, $3.9 million deal. Now, he has probably made a little bit more than that. You know how the NFL is. If you're a mid-round pick, you can make money based on your production. Let's say at most, Snead has made $6 million in his career. Let's just say that. Let's say in the most, he's made $6 million. Well, Chris Jones was coming off a four-year, $80 million deal. And I think the difference is, Chris Jones was still under contract last year and just wasn't coming to work. Sneed was coming to work every single day, and now his contract is up. You can do whatever you want when your contract is up. Now, if they franchise tag you and then he's choosing to not come, I think that changes it. But I don't think Sneed said anything wrong. I am now a free agent. It is like the ball is now on your court. Either you will franchise tag me that at a minimum guarantees I make $18 million next year Or you don't, and now you let me go talk to any team that's willing to pay me what the market says that he's worth. And the market says that he's Jair Alexander. The market says that he's Marlon Humphrey. The market says that he is one of the top corners in the league. And I understand the Chiefs and paying the Patrick Mahomes tax. If you can't have love for a guy who has done everything right over the last four years, been healthy, held it down, and has only made $4 million in his league career, six at the absolute most, him wanting to cash out from playing football, then I I just don't know what we're doing here. Coming up on the other side, we'll be joined in studio by Nate Taylor. The breaking news, the Chiefs have... What's the official term for this? Let me read it one more time. I'm trying to make picked sure up s-
5: the option. I believe is the term
4: they have picked up the option on Chris Jones, which gives them the ability to franchise tag him. So they have paid him his incentives. He made an extra $4.25 million this year in incentives. Congratulations to him. And now we are days away from the clock. Starting the franchise tag window starts next Tuesday and it goes for two weeks. They have two big decisions on hand. They have the decision with Chris Jones, also the decision with uh, with need. We'll talk to Nate Taylor about that next. Keep
2: it right here. It's the drive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.